0: You're listening to Christmas on Seven Sport. Hello, welcome along to a brand new series we have on Seven Sport this Christmas called the Twelve Games of Christmas, and I'm delighted to say that on this episode we're joined by Lydney Town legend Sam Elliott. Sam, how are you? You all right?
1: Hi Ryan. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, been away <laughs> for a while, but
0: because I didn't know at the time until until I sort of first messaged you that you know you haven't been involved too much this season um are you missing it
1: yeah uh, to be honest i am coming back it's not something that's permanent um <laughs> yeah uh, Well, as long as james will have me which um i'm not as quick or as good or you know i've never been quick but as good as i used to be <laughs> but yeah i still feel that i can sort of jump back in and 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 I'll hopefully Help the team out because you know it, it has been a difficult start to the season. Um, mm-hmm. and the new lads that have come in have done well, and there's a lot of step up from the seconds. And you know, it's something that James is trying to, to push through to you know to bring the young lads on in the club, which is you know the direction we need to take.
0: Because um, obviously, that's the path that you took, of course, you know, coming into to, yeah. to the team at Lydney from a, a young age, and you know, have been at Lydney for, for a number of seasons now. Um, before we dive into the to, to game specifically, you know what has it been like playing for for one club for such a long period of time?
1: I mean, I it's been it's been good. You know, I wouldn't change it. I've had a fantastic well twenty years this year, twenty seasons with Lydney. Wow, Senior setup. I think I played my first game borrowing a pair of Neil Hooks boots at Pusey Vale away when they were in the county league. So it was a long time ago. Um, yeah, it's just, they all say about loyalty and, and, you know, there's not a lot of that in the game anymore. And I think it's probably only me and I, I think Warren sticks in my mind. Warren man, we're probably the only two of the, the people I know that have done it for this long. Um, yeah. I mean, you, must, I you must, you must have
0: had offers to, to go elsewhere, surely.
1: I had a couple, um, a couple to go up a level. Um, were you
0: ever close to potentially leaving Lidney?
1: There was a time, yeah. There was one year when uh, we'd we'd done really well. Um, I think we were in the Atlantic Pram. We'd won a cup. We'd uh, finished, I think, ninth, which is the highest finish you've ever had. And uh, yeah, I had an offer. Um, I decided not to not to go. Um, you know, we had such a a, a tight tight group then. Uh, eight or nine of us are still in a you know in a WhatsApp chat, and we're still really good friends, and we meet, we meet up regularly. So. Mm-hmm. I decided not to go. Um, and yeah, I, I don't regret it. I would always say to anyone I speak to now to to push on and play as high as you can. But yeah, I don't regret it personally. Um, I've got a great bunch of mates. And uh, yeah, we've stepped by each other for this long. And uh, I wouldn't change it.
0: And, and obviously, you know, as we said, a number of years at Lydney, that's a, a whole host of games that you would have played in. Is there any game in particular that you would potentially look at and say, that could be my favourite game to have been a part of?
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. You know, we've had lots of uh, lots of good games. Um, I remember one, one that sticks in the mind when we beat Warton Bassett in a replay in the FA Cup. Um which took us on to to play, uh, near Savanna somewhere. But yeah, we beat them at home after a replay. That was really good.
0: Because um, Basset, of course, one of those sides that, that always seems to be pretty handy, especially against our sides uh, in the yeah, Atlantic yeah. And, and obviously yeah. the cups that we, they play in.
1: Yeah, I do. You know, their manager Sam, he's he's a good guy. They've got they've got yeah a good team this year. They're doing well again. Uh, I think they probably tend to overachieve, but. So fair play to them for doing what they're doing, um. But yeah, one's just popped into my head now, and I think we beat Long to five nil at home the one year, and that was like I scored one or two in that one. So I was, yeah, that sticks in there. I I do like beating them. <laughs> oh, We're it... men- we not mentioned this year, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, right? Because um, obviously, you know, when you play in the Hellenic Prem, um, uh, you know, in the Hellenic League as a as a whole, you are going to play a number of the the local sides. How? You know, do those games feel different? Do you almost prepare for those games differently? Because you are, you know, so familiar with your opposition and in some cases are friends with the opposition.
1: Yeah, I I don't think so anymore. I think when I was younger, I was very, like, I think the lads used to take the nick out of me because I always knew everyone we were playing against, how many they'd scored, who their best players were. It was a weird thing. Um, But as as I've got older, yeah, I mean, I'm sure Brad won't mind saying that he probably doesn't like playing against me over the years. He's probably scored five in, I don't know, 30 or 30 games against each other. So, yeah, I, I do feel like once you get familiar with someone, it is a bit easier.
0: Um, but did you do that yeah. deliberately? You mentioned about, you know, knowing who the the, the main striker is, the top goal scorer, uh, oh, that, that kind of thing. Did you do that deliberately?
1: Yeah, I used to have a bit of a thing where if I was playing against, a, a, you know, what we consider a good player, I was going to make it my sort of, my goal to to give him a real hard time. You know, we used to play against the Cooper Clarks and players of that nature. Um But yeah, maybe also we'll sort I've of gotten older, a bit softer. It's sort of gone. And I tend to not care who we're playing against or, you know, just play our game. Um
0: I always and, found it was... strange with uh, ah. Shane, Shane Cooper Clark because everyone around here knew him as this unbelievable striker and, and you know, scored X magos for Fatium and Bracknell and everywhere he mm. went. But obviously, where I grew up in Reading, I knew him as the kid who was in the year above me at school, who was a little bit weird um, and, and sometimes tried to bully me a little bit, which is, I found it so strange when we were rocking up to games, thatcher, and we were in town. And I recognised the name and I see him. I'm like, bloody hell, this kid. He was a bit of a strange one at school. I imagine on the pitch, he was an absolute handful.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I remember giving him, There is there is actually a picture. I don't know if you've seen it. There's one. Uh after the game I nearly got sent off in a game and our gaffer Sparky said to me he said uh, did you punch him and I said no I swear to God I didn't and the photos come out and I'll, if you haven't seen it I'll send it to you but yeah you can quite clearly see I've given the right hook and uh, yeah it looks like it's put on but yeah it's, it's a its a classic
0: what caused you to do that what was your what was your breaking point
1: I think he'd probably done the same to me he was quite a handful he liked yeah it sounds other.
0: about right it hand sound about right
1: he was a uh, yeah he was a good player he just uh, he always had a knack of just being in the right place and obviously you... Lewis Thompson's pretty similar in that sense. <laughs> uh, Cause, cause,
0: have you seen on uh, on Twitter at the time of recording there's uh photos doing the rounds of the the Slimbridge Lydney game for midweek in the, in oh, the County have. Cup? I, I can't be- I can't believe it. it has to be Rich Thomas that stitched him up, surely.
1: <laughs> yeah, he definitely well, I won't own him, but I'd say there's probably a ninety nine percent chance it's Rich. Um
0: <laughs>
1: and it did it did pop in our chat yesterday quite a few times, but yeah, yeah
0: but to it's balance it out, player. but to balance it out, did you see Rich Thomas's error against Worcester City? He's let Adam Mace score that goal. It, 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 I can't believe he's done that. I can't believe he's done like that, that to me.
1: Him. Yeah, I think I was in America when the, when that happened. I haven't. I mean, I did see the goal, the free kick. It was a free kick, wasn't
0: it? Oh, it was an absolute disgrace. That's what it was. And I think I let him off. <laughs> oh because,
1: you know, yeah, bodies in front of him, so on. But
0: it's <laughs> too nice. Yeah. That's too nice. Um, but obviously, we talked about uh, Brad Martin there. Um, Locally, were there any other players that, you know, almost brought the best out in you? Locally.
1: Um there were some players, you know, I've always not so much since he's got older. I mean, Warren, when he was younger, was an absolute mm. nightmare to play against. Because he was that quick and not just he'd dive and he was horrible. Um, uh, so he used to bring the best out me in the sense that I wanted to kick him as hard as I could. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I got him really well, but yeah, he was an, he was a handful when he was uh, in his pomp. I used to like playing against Shane Bradley. You know, yeah. I think within the first ten minutes, he'd elbow me in the face. I'd elbow him in the face. It was always a bit of a battle.
0: Is that where you enjoyed the physical battles?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, to be honest, you—if it wasn't a physical battle, I was out the game. If it was in behind, I'd, you know, that was it. I was out. But uh, yeah, um,
0: you rock yeah, up and you rock up, and they've got a quick set of forwards. You're thinking, ah. They even play me. They get me off. It's not not my strengths here at all.
1: Yeah, I mean to be fair, I'm. Supp- I, I didn't. I mean, I've never been quick, but especially the last five or six years, like when teams are just playing it, who you know, to me in the air, not over the back of me. I can't. I can't understand it. They haven't figured it out. But yeah
0: in terms of you know places to, to go obviously but the Hellenic League we said that you know there are usually a number of local sides in there we've mentioned the likes of Germ and and Bassett as well were there anywhere when you've been playing for Lydney where you've really enjoyed going to play?
1: Um, I mean I've always enjoyed like the wooten Bassett since they had the new grounds That that's a nice place to play a bit windy but you know you can't remember that but the um, obviously we played at the Six Ways last year Worcester with the Raiders, and that's, uh, you know, it's a bit of a privilege to play at that grain, in a sense, mm-hmm. you know, don't get through that very often. Um, Yeah, it's not too many, too many other ones I've really enjoyed. We used to like going down to the Reading teams, you know, and playing uh, Windsor and places like that. They were always really nice to play. Um, it's changed over the last couple of years, and there's a lot of uh, 3G pitches come in, which personally, like, you know, I just can't play
0: on. That does not suit you at all. 3G pitch yeah. and Sam Elliott did not go. Yeah,
1: yeah. So my uh, yeah my knees swell up, and you know, two three days after a game like that, I can't play. So I'm quite happy with the uh the bogs. Like you know what, Lydney gets like sometimes. I like that.
0: Mm-hmm. And and in terms of you know your time at Lydney, you mentioned that there was that season where Lydney did win the the floodlit Cup. You know yes. what you know. With you being such a, a tight knit group and everything like that, are there any games that, you know, uh, a folklore within the, the group at all? For example, winning a cup like that together, you know, it, it must have been a, a great occasion.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, we had that year, uh, we had what we referred to as 2017 Deck with Riches. One Deck, you know, Deck and Line, he was just unplayable in that league. Like, you know, I think he scored like forty-five goals or something and
0: pre pre-Cinderford Declan Lynn. Pre-Sinderford
1: when he when he ruined his ankle, but yeah, <laughs> he was sort of untouchable at that stage. And you know, if we were struggling in a game, Deck would just run run half the pitch and score. It was just what yeah. of you know, he was one of those players. Um and when you put that in the mix with people like, you know, Pete McLean, Jamie Addis, Terry Hale, uh we had um me and sort of James Morse or Niall Hough at the back. It was like, it was just a really a really strong team. Mm. Was yeah, there was... any
0: expect expectation in those sort of cups to you know oh we oh, want no. to win it or was it it's once endless. you get to the sort of semi final final suddenly oh actually we're in this and we could win it.
1: I mean the Fodlid Cup was one that everyone says at the start we don't really want to do well in this but as as the rounds go you know you see how you go Um and yeah I think we've been down to. Red in
0: or
1: uh, Turn or something on a on a Tuesday night. Got back at one o'clock. But if you win, it's worth it. Yeah. So um,
0: I do I do remember the first year when I started covering the Hellenic. Um, I went home for my birthday, so it's about this sort of time from when we we're recording. Um, and I remember Lydney were playing away at Flackwell Heath in the Floodlit yeah. Cup. So I think it was Is that when season- it, it was yeah no, I think it was the season after you won it um okay. and i remember the i got a message afterwards probably from rich who who obviously does the, the social media but the message was saying that you know lidney nearly uh forfeited the game because it's a long way to go on a tuesday night especially in november when it is going to be cold it's going to be you know rubbish weather it's you know a long way to go for just a cup game so the message was like you know we nearly you know forfeited players nearly dropped out and you know, for us to, to turn up and, and see me there just literally tweeting a game. You know, that always stuck with me. And, and you know, I guess you, you don't really think about it until you, you know, see players and, and teams at that level. You know, you, you work full-time jobs and then having to go to places like Flackwell Heath on a on a Tuesday night from Lidney. You know, that's a, a, a tough ask on on the players, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it... You know, Lydney's one of those clubs you, you don't pay, you know, the players aren't paid. Um, you know, to you know, there may be some travel funds that goes around, but there's no, no one's a paid person. So when they're giving up their Tuesday nights to travel down to Reading, um, I remember one day we went to play Binfield and I think we had half a decent side, but it was a fun Cup. cup. Um, we ended up losing, I think, 6-1. Um, and yeah, one of the lads, there was a delay on the way home. One of the lads was going to work in the morning Oof. And we're, we went over the Seven Bridge about two o'clock because of road, road works. And uh, he just said, just drop me off here. I'll go straight to work. So, yeah, he ended up going straight to work.
0: That just sounds Four insane. In the
1: morning, straight through. But that's, that's,
0: that, that's crazy, but that's, isn't it? You know, you think you're, you're getting home at, at that sort of time for essentially what is, as you said, a cup where you initially probably look at it and think, ah, we don't really care about this.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you get drawn to Binfield away on a Monday night, You've got to be somehow, you know, looking around and thinking to the league. Can can we not have a have a game locally? There's, as you said, there's so many clubs in the area. Can we not? But anyway, that's that was been the past. I think it's a lot better now with the league yeah. footprint. There's no real travelling um, anymore. But again, with our lads, we used to like travelling because we'd be on the beers till you know twelve one o'clock every 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 Saturday night. So yeah,
0: obviously, we're talking more about uh, games and memories, but. Who's the best drinker at Lidney? Drinker? Name names.
1: I mean, you probably speak to them. A lot of them, or a couple of them are saying me. No, it's not right. But people <laughs> like, like, you won't mind saying, Geordie Sheen, like, he, he gets drunk, but you'll never ever see him stop drinking. He will go, right. and he will go, and so he's good. Um, Yeah. Rich isn't bad. Rich Thomas. But yeah, I'd say... Uh, I wouldn't say they're good drinkers; they can just keep drinking.
0: The thing is, I, I I can imagine someone like Rich Thomas is just a good, good laugh on a night out. Just just tells oh, random yeah, yeah. stories of just nonsense, but it's usually yeah, just definitely, good crap. Definitely
1: nonsense comes out of his uh <laughs> of his mouth, but he's uh yeah, he's definitely the the life and soul. Should we say he's the comedian in the group for sure?
0: And we've alluded to it, uh, to it a little bit about you know playing uh, at Lydney at the rack, um, you know. Over the years, it's been a, a ground that has been flooded. You know, I've yeah. lost count of times. At how many times I've seen mm. that that ground flooded? You know, are there any particularly? We've obviously talked about the Long Levens match. Are there any other matches or occasions at the ground, particularly the home ground, where you know you think, oh Christ, little old Lidney playing in a a game like this or an occasion like this at all?
1: Yeah, I mean, we played. You know, when we played. Um... Played Hereford in one game at home in a friendly, and I think the pitch was probably up there with the best it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably like it was at the start of this season. The, the, you know, the ground staff we've had working on it over over the last two years, the, they've made a massive difference, and it's it's really good now. But when we played Hereford, there was you know probably a thousand people down there, and it just felt a bit yeah, little little not out of place. But you know, the, the, I don't you know, I don't know if you've been down this season, but the work they've done down there. Um, it's really come on mm. the actual grain, the facility, and a lot of clubs that are coming are saying how good it looks now. So we're really proud of that. Um, because ultimately, you had the, to... Lydley,
0: Lydley had the occasion as well of the the Cinderford game. Obviously, the derby is yes. going to be home and away against Cinderford this year. One's obviously already already gone through. Yeah, to um, so have that occasion for for that area of the county, you know, how important is that?
1: I mean, it's massive. I mean, I, shockingly, I was away. Uh, I was in America <laughs> for the uh, for the home game, which I was really gutted about because it's probably the only game that I've wanted to play, really wanted to play. You know, I was looking forward to, and I'm hopeful that I can get back involved and fit for Boxing Day. And James, you know, can consider me. Um, and yeah, it, it's massive for for the local area. Cinderford uh, have been the club in the forest for well since I, since I started playing football. They've always been. The, the league above or two leagues above. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they've always been the sort of team that never really gave Forest players a chance. Uh, it's changed this year. They've, they've taken on, you know, Dan Brains there. He's a really good lad. Um, I think they got a right back from Broadwell, Kian, I think he's he yeah, pretty yeah. good. Um, Ollie, Ollie uh, Mason. So they, they've given a few a go and I think, like, Dan Brains done really well from what, from what I've been told. Yeah, he um, has
0: done.
1: Yeah, was, I think he was one of those. I, would, I was quite hopefully come to lydney because, you know we've always got them, you know, well with him and his old man. So, but uh yeah, he hasn't worked out that way. He's gone up there and he's done well. Um So yeah, it's quite refreshing to see that. Um I know, I know they've still got that that player pool where they can pull it in from uh, some of the wild lads, and they've got a bit of cash flying about that. That mm-hmm. may sort of it gives them the advantage over us still. But uh yeah, come Boxing Day, we'll see where we go. We'll go there, you know, we'll go there to win, and. um do our best.
0: So we're recording on the 9th of November. Can you give us the exclusive that obviously is gonna go out at Christmas, but the exclusive now of a potential return date for Sam Elliott and the Kip. kit?
1: Well, my I well, for so Rachel, you know, I've probably haven't told Rich and Jory this enough, but I'm doing a master's at the moment and I've got some economics exams coming up. So I've sort of give it until the middle of probably three weeks' time, four weeks time and then but i'm going to start training next week and you know build it back in so that's the plan um and then yeah we'll see where we go and how how, how much are
0: much you looking forward to you know getting back out on the on the pitch with the lidney boys
1: yeah i mean I am, i'm probably dreading it and looking forward to it i'm looking forward to it in the sense that i want to you know this is this is my last season mm-hmm. 100% like you know i can't i can keep going and i'm just going to go out and try and give it everything i got we've had a lot of pain this year. You know, I, I, I actually tweaked my uh, knee ligaments against Newant in September. And so I've, I've been out for eight games, nine games. We've been missing Geordie Sheen. who's probably our best player. We've been missing him for, I don't even know how long since the middle of August. Yeah. Which is like a massive loss for us. It's like huge. He's been there every week to be fair. And he's carrying on, but uh, yeah, he just, at the moment he's, he, he's still out. Um, So, yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting back and hopefully giving the boys a bit of a boost. Uh, And uh, and even if I'm not playing, at least, you know, having people around, it makes it a bit more of an experience feeling, I guess, and just having that in the group.
0: And what would be, you know, this is more of a looking ahead, obviously, with this being your last season playing. You know, what would be the, the dream ending between now and the end of the season? I mean,
1: it's hard. I mean, last year was my last year. (laughs) <laughs> to be honest, I said to James that, you know, this is my last year. It just so turned out that it also turned out to be Dan Morgan's last year and Tom Baldwin was moving away to Reading, which, you know, was a massive loss to be fair because he was probably the next one to fill the the void uh, yeah. in, 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 in set of defence. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing with Lydney every year in the Atlantic Prime is a success. I know that sounds trivial, but we're competing in a league where the budgets and the, and the player pool and the player pools just they don't they don't don't give us much you know we're very disadvantaged in that sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so you know if we can stay in the league and, and maybe push up to, to middle of the table, you know, aim for aim for there. Um and again, you know, we we've we have gone out of a couple of cups, but just see if we go with the cups again because you never know last year we were in two cup finals, which who'd have said that with Lydney last year, the way it went in the league. You know?
0: Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> and yeah. and you know what would be your you know lasting memory from you know, playing for Lidney from such a young age all the way through, Um, you know, if we're saying that this season is going to be the last one and there is no chance of, you know, twisting your arm and and you coming back on the pitch, what would you say would be your your lasting uh, memory of being a player for Lidney, what it meant to you?
1: I think the one thing, I know (laughs) some of the boys will probably take the nick at me for it, but just the I, the sort of respect you get from when you play against. Oh, I play against teams now, and you see players, and they they know they know who I am in that sense. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's just it just feel yeah, it just makes you feel a bit. I don't know, privileged to to sort of have that. A lot of people whenever I like go to games, they, they almost feel respected.
0: Feel respected in some sort of yeah, way that even they even know they who you are, me, and
1: yeah, even they don't respect me during the game. It's just you know, off the field sort of thing, and yeah, and just. Seeing all the reaction, the Lydney fans and stuff, you know, we've got a great group of fans that have had some tough times with us in in recent years. It's been hard in that league, as we've said. Um, And it's only got harder, I would say, in the last two, three years since the introduction of the uh, the sort of hereford Worcester teams. Because they Mm. bought, you know, a lot of money and a lot of good players that probably the Reading teams I don't think had to offer. Yeah you'd have one or two Redding teams, but yeah, these seem to be all, and of course, you know, your cautions. Then last year, we had uh, Bradford's and Westbury's. They they were all very good sides.
0: Well, Sam, thank you very much for joining us on this episode. By the time this goes out, you would have made your triumphant return for Lydney. Who would have believed it? Yeah. Oh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) we'll see how that goes.
0: Sam Elliott, thanks very much for joining us on this episode of 12 Games Christmas, and we'll see you next time.
1: No problem. Thanks,
0: Ryan. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk